At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hour number two of prime time action here on a Friday night from the South Point Sportsbook Studio in lovely Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm Ben Wilson. We're back with Jeff Parles. And uh, fear hey. not, Jeff, legitimately five <laughs> seconds after we went to break, the Sandy Alcantara no-hit bid was officially ended by JT Real Muto. Yeah, Real Muto just, just beat Anderson <laughs> by, about a half, by, by a half, uh, half a step. But regardless, Alcantara got a double play on the next uh, next. Better, so we're we're still still doesn't okay. make it any less fun. We're still now, but we're still okay on my two and a half, which is the only thing I had because bottom of the fifth there, you need a bet uh, like that yeah. would never be offered here in Nevada, and I don't think it was offered anywhere. Uh, so uh, thankfully, I did not cause anyone oh, to lose money. Man. And if and here's the other thing, it was so what I said was so close to the hit actually happening that you probably wouldn't have even got your bet in. I mean, it was, when I say five seconds, it was legitimately, not, we're I'm off not, the air for about twelve seconds. Yes, I'm not, it was pretty I'm not good. Really exaggerating, Kelly. Are you? Did you end up playing that uh, CFL game today? I, mean, I did end up putting a small bet in on there. The, we uh, go. Oh, let's go on the, on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. I'm actually going against oh, uh, Eric Eager wow. here. So <laughs> it was head to head. I I, I, know. Actually, I I have a friend who was at that game tonight. I was hoping Eric was going was what? going to tell me he was siding with the Blue Bombers. <laughs> uh, Gary Lawless, who's a oh, ve- Vegas Vegas makes... Golden Knights uh, insider. That who was, who used to be Gary Lawless has described himself as in a former life the Adam Schefter of the CFL. So yes. he is very tied in. Okay, he's, and he's a big Winnipeg fan. Okay. So that makes that makes a lot more sense. He's, he's a, a big very, Winnipeg uh, fan tonight. You have a vi- oh yeah well okay all the time. Oh, just you, all the time. You have a very saying. friendly, okay. gregarious Canadian gentleman. In, yeah, I in did. Uh, I did catch your game last weekend against BC. Looked re- looked really good in the uh, in that game against BC. Who is another quality team in the CFL this year? But you got Winnipeg and Calgary, two undefeated teams. Winnipeg five and zero, Calgary four and zero. So we're still early in the season. The problem, the problem with trying to really figure out this matchup ahead of the game is they have all they have both beaten up on the crappiest of crappy opponents in the CFL mm-hmm. so far. So I, Winnipeg really only has what they've done the past couple weeks. They're in the better recent form, at least in my opinion, headed into this game. So I am going to lay the three with them uh, here tonight. But uh, these are these are two of the best, the two best teams in the CFL with probably the two best quarterbacks going at each other. Th- this will be one of the better CFL games here of the early part of the season. Should be outstanding. Your summer league bet, though, you're in a, you're in a little bit of... That one good. We, yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. Warriors down six at halftime. Uh, as, uh, Get it C- together. It's Kamingo, summer league, all right? Kaminga and McClung, they combined two for 13 from the field, really killing me here in the first half. In fact, McClung, the, uh, the grand equalizer for Kelly's <laughs> bet tonight. 
<laughs> That's one way to put it. You're not wrong. Uh, we will get to the updates and update all the baseball scores in a little bit. But, Jeff, we have another – it is a, another uh, set of five games here starting in this hour, starting in uh, Texas there. Robbie Ray for Seattle and Matt Bush for the Rangers. That here gets underway in about two minutes. Yeah, the uh, the, the Mariners are trying to continue that wild winning streak to 12 of the win Team tonight. Team streak. Robbie Ray, Matt Bush. Robbie Ray is minus 150. Texas plus 140 on the take back. Ben, total seven and a half. A consideration on the over here, but I did not go with it because Ray, Robbie Ray is starting to find it again. And we saw last year when Robbie Ray got hot, he stole the Cy Young Award last year in the American League. So I, no play there for me on that one. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it in the ALS, though. We'll just uh, go to Houston, keep it in Texas, no less. Urquidy and Irvin tonight, A's and Stroh's. Astros, a $2 home favorite tonight. The Athletics plus 180 on the take back. Total of eight here. Uh, again, uh, Altuve got hurt last night for the Strohs, so that is something to monitor over the next few uh, days before the All-Star game for the Houston Astros yes, tonight. Hit by Altuve a pitch on the first uh, pitch of the game, is right? out tonight. Dubon mm-hmm. will play second. And, of course, remember, no Alvarez because he's on the injured list yeah. as well. Consider, uh, just consider too, Jake Odorizzi was supposed to start tonight, and they it was not an injury scratch. They decided kind of last second here to flip around their rotation. So Urquidy is moved up. Sounds like Odorizzi going to pitch later on uh, this weekend. As we get a three-run bomb by yeah, Teoscar Hernandez in Toronto. Four-zip Blue Jays. You know, this, that, that was the perfect zigzag game. That was my whole thought on that. Yeah, that, 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 run, that Blue was, Jay that, run line. Yeah. A, a, assuming you get there, because so far it looks like the right handicap. That was a good handicap by you. Ben Thank Wilson. you, Jeff. Look at that. Look at Jeff giving Look at props that. for something. Look at that. Oh, come on. White <laughs> <I laughs> Sox and Twins, the other game starting at, at 10 after the hour. Kopech and Smeltzer, your pitching matchup. White Sox plus 118 with Kopech minus 128 on Minnesota. Total of nine. They're at Target Field in Minneapolis again. At some point, we think the White Sox will make a run, Ben. <laughs> Hasn't shown up yet. Uh, but if the White Sox were to pick a, pick a series to get hot, this would be a very good one for them to get things right. And Luis Robert, grand slam last night. Would have beat Got that Ben yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's right there. It's right there. Four games back, the White Sox are going into this series. Four back. Wow. Against Tony LaRusso still gainfully employed as yeah, of last year. Yeah. Just, he's, never, he's not going to fire him. Ryan Storff's not going to fire him because he he's, feels badly for firing him in the 80s, Ben. It's exactly what you want to base your decisions off of. Nothing, no. nothing, like, nothing like the old, uh, let's, nothing like the 40 year relationship. It's like the, I mean, this isn't even really comparable. I, I like that though, Jeff, because I keep seeing all the, all the, the Danny Age and Pat Riley stuff that <laughs> happened 10 years ago yeah. with Pat Riley, you know, uh, having a, a few choice words about Danny Age, uh, talking some smack about LeBron, uh, going to the Heat and stuff. Go look that up. Those are always interesting if you forgot uh-huh. that exchange. So that's where people are basing basing their opinions of why Donovan Mitchell, there's no chance no he will chance go to the Heat. To Miami. I'm like, yeah, I think <laughs> these guys are a little concerned about like the futures of their jobs and teams and not what happened 10 years ago. Yeah, but Riley, though, could think he's like, you know what, I don't need that guy in order to win. You know that. Oh, I think Pat Riley is so desperate to win one more ring, he doesn't care about any of this stuff. Yeah, you're probably right. One other game that's starting at least before the bottom of the hour here, Ben. The Reds and the Cardinals... Hunter Green, Andre Palante, your pitching matchup in the Lou, minus 143 on St. Louis, plus 133 on the Reds, total of eight. I, I'll say this about the Reds, because obviously, Ben, they had that just absolutely hilariously awful start to the season. They've been totally passable since the 3-25 and 25 start. Or 3-22, three, three and 22, I should yeah. say. Three out of the first 25. I mean, totally passable. 31 and 30 since then. Not bad. I mean, a completely average baseball team. And when you, like when Joey Votto actually has woken up and now that he's healthy, Kyle Farmer's a real piece for them. Uh, the third baseman, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm curious, too, on – so, Palante, who is rookie this year, eighth mm-hmm. start, some signs of, of regression there, 318 ERA, XERA over four, fielding independent pitching, well over four, doesn't really strike anybody out, under six Ks per nine, over three walks per nine. It's St. Louis, total of uh, – Eight and a half you can still find. We, we know Hunter Green has given up a long ball a time or two this year. I mean, eight and a half seems a little light to me. Does anyone see like a reasonable five and a half on Green strikeouts? Because that seems good 
Because I'm seeing six and a half with a juice with, with juice to the under, which feels right. But that kind of feels like if you can get a five and a half or an alt strikeout that isn't a ridiculous price where you're going to have to lay a, a, a hefty price on that, that seems pretty reasonable on green tonight. Okay. St. Louis does strike out. They do strike out. They also hit bombs, oh. particularly at home. Yeah. <laughs> Goldschmidt's your, your favorite for MVP yeah. for a reason. So uh, He is. And then the other game, too, this hour, Jose Quintana and mm-hmm. the Pirates, Herman Marquez and the Rockies. Have you been playing uh, totals at Coors this year? I have been, I, you know what? I, I, I've really scaled back on playing totals at all this year, at least pre-flop totals. Yeah. Like I'm okay doing with what I, what I did in Miami tonight, which, by the way, I, one out of way there, Jeff. One, one I, out of way. Always the hardest. I, I'm fully ready for Garrett Cooper to hit a two-run homer <laughs> to blow this up for me. And if I bet it pre-flop, I'd be, a, be no problem here. Uh, but, yeah, since Cooper blew up my uh, – Alcantara is going to throw, up a, throw, a, throw a no-hitter because he uh, couldn't make a play on a hard line drive by Real Muto. But in the end here, uh, Ben, in these games in this, in this 8 o'clock hour, the answer to your question, again, no on the totals in Colorado, but I will say this. As the weather gets going, weather gets hotter, as we know, I am going to be willing to play a few more overs here. And we, the problem is the market has adjusted, and these totals are a run higher than they were a month ago. Yeah. And we've seen, too. I mean, it, it's been, it, the great example is the San Diego series where you also have seen, I mean, some of these totals have, it's not just been uh, auto fire situations anymore. And you know, you've seen some pitching be a little bit better at times. Pirates not exactly a team that knocks the cover off the baseball. So it's one of those where I'm kind of with you. It's become uh, not as, as palatable anymore. Seeing at least at one book, by the way, Jeff, on your Hunter Green, over 5.5 minus 174. Yeah, no thanks. Too much so, juice. Little, 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 uh, Too much little, juice. Little heavy on the juice there. Uh, as, far as, as far as games that have just uh, had additional scores as well, uh, the, the Orioles, again, another one of those team streak teams as they look for win number 11 in a row tonight in a bit of trouble second and third one out there bottom of the bottom of the third g-man Choi up for tampa bay but orioles did strike first in this one jeff trey mancini uh, ninth homer of the year so one nothing lead for baltimore at least at the halfway point right now depending on the metric you use it's either baltimore or new york who have been the most profitable money line team the first half of the season Pretty amazing. And, and, and funny that those two teams have done it in completely different Very different, different fashion. Very because different the, fashion. Because the Yankees don't lose for the most part, and the Orioles, obviously. Again, the Orioles are probably going to pass their win total. They'll be the first one. They'll right, be the first over? one. No Easily, doubt. yes. Yes, I would say so. By the way, I'm through. Uh, five, it's one nothing. Kyle Gibson gets uh, gets his Winner video for Jeff. Look at that. That's that's very nice. Winner Golf video. on the board tonight. Golf clap. Hannah, baby. Oh, this is Steph Curry of propane tanks. I have not this seen one this one. Bro, you haven't? That is so stacks them up. Very nice. Steph Curry of propane stacks. That's nice. Uh, tanks. Pretty nice. It's good. Hopefully we'll get that one again for you a little bit, Ben, with uh, uh, the Blue, Blue Jays. Blue up 4 nothing on the Royals. Uh, your WNBA play is going to be a sweat. That is absolutely <laughs> going to be a sweat. 41-39, the 5-20 and Indiana Fever. Uh, they are early uh, early, early the third quarter there. It's all. It, no matter what you pick, Jeff. No matter no what you Have we had a bases-loaded situation yet? I don't think we have. Right? Oh, yeah. I forgot we had to keep his eye on like, yeah. Kelly, you gotta be. you got to do the sounder, the uh, – the, yeah, the base is uh, loaded sounder. I mean, Wyatt Tom check downstairs. I'm going to need your help on that. If, if Randy Rosarena <laughs> walks or gets hit, then you would get it in Tampa Bay. But. Well, that would be actually one of those where it'd be great because if the Rays, so funny. the Rays hit a homer to win that bet, but KO the other bet, that would be a uh, that would that would that would, uh, that would be a lot of fun for us here. That would, would be a lot of fun. Some sweats are just are more fun <laughs> than others. That is one of those. We'll talk 32 teams, 32 shows. The Detroit Lions next here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Primetime action returns here on a Friday night. We're getting ready for 32 teams and 32 shows coming up momentarily. Detroit Lions will be the uh, the team discussed tonight, but uh, back with Jeff Parles. Kelly Bidlin behind the glass with the Warriors keep going up and then down and up and down. Summer League sweats, Kelly. There's nothing quite like it. Tie ball game right now, 53 wow. apiece with four minutes Ooh. remaining in the third quarter down there at the Thomas and Mack. I think the Thomas. Oh. In the meantime, uh, that's what you, you were almost going to get re- in on I, I just realized something here, Ben. And, Kelly, we might make history tonight on this show. There's a very real chance that I end up making an in-game Mexican Soccer Liga, Liga MX bet. Yes, that will be the, the, first there is a legitimate. Show. There is a legitimate shot between okay. Puebla and Club León that we have one of those coming at some point tonight. I can't uh, nil, wait nil to hear the, the breakdown of this Nil-nil on the 15th minute. We're not there yet. You're We're not getting, betting Juarez and Claritaro later? Uh, probably not. Okay. Classic. Classic. I'm, I'm worried about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just the one worried about him. You're throwing poor Ben. You're throwing him in the same boat as me. What do you we're, mean? We're, we're right I have now. Summer league and CFL bets tonight. And I'm worried about you. Guys. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Right now, I, I legitimately just pulled up the page for DraftKings, and, and this is the one thing. And, and again, this is a perfect, a perfect time to say, guys, please gamble responsibly here. But, but realistically speaking, like. You have so many options in these newer in these newer jurisdictions sure, yeah. to bet all these ridiculous soccer matches. Like right now, Ben, you, you have you, you have uh, the United you have the United Soccer League. We have you have Red Bulls two and in, in the Indy Eleven going on right now. That's great stuff. It's great stuff. There's a <laughs> level of excitement there that I'm not sure is matched by the rest of the people. I guess I'll, I'll try to support him here, Ben. With with why I used to be a big CFL better would be. What happens with the NFL when lines get released every week, right? They get bet into immediately, mm-hmm. and basically you're going to see that same line maybe maybe not change for the entirety of the week, right? They basically get decided on Sunday, and they don't change. CFL doesn't have enough people betting into it that if you, ha- if you are strong on a side, like Eric was talking about earlier, can take a position, and that thing could move three points by the time kickoff no happens later that week. So that was one of the reasons. You're right, Jeff, with, with a bunch of different books books offering all these markets for all these sports going on. You can absolutely, if you have an edge, can find an edge, you can often make a lot of money uh, betting that way. That's for sure. Webb and Leon both undefeated, Jeff. So it's it's like the Stampeders. Uh, Same exact. Bombers, the, literally. North of the border, south of the border. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you, know, you know the thing, the thing is, exactly. Ben, like looking at in-game oh, soccer man. real quick, like we're 17 minutes of the game, and neither team has registered a shot on target yet. I, I love it. So where, where is your – can you walk us through where you're going with this bet? You were going to so go I, an in-game I, under? Let me just – I'll jump yeah, in front I would, of Yeah, I would, I would go in-game under, yes. In, that, that would be the way – it would or, either be – Or Jeff is Jeff is, has patented the in-game nil-nil first-half draw. Yeah, that, that, I, I, that – The I've nil-nil done, exact I, uh, at halftime. I've done that less over the oh, over uh, over the last few uh, You months, don't have to but, sweat it for 20 – no, it's Five true. Minutes. Oh, right. so I mean, first half draw as well, or other ways to do it. Again, like 
this is this box score is hilarious so far. We're 20 oh, minutes man. into the match there. There's two let's, shots let's, between let's the two teams. Let's attempt to save Friday nights with Jeff Parles, baby. Friday nights. Rooting for nil-nil soccer games in halftime. This could be the greatest card of all time. We have a WNBA game on my card, which, by the way, things have gotten very bad all of a sudden in Indianapolis for me. You have CFL and Summer League. Yeah, yeah. And Ben Ben's the only traditional better here. I feel out of place. just a run line on Tampa Bay. By the way, the Orioles the Orioles have taken a 2 nothing lead now, so that one's a joke. Speaking of those scores, Kelly, what do we got uh, full full card right now in the baseball? Yeah, let's run through everything Major League Baseball. Marlins still with that one to nothing lead over the Phillies. Bottom of the sixth inning now. If you wanted to hop in live, you got to lay minus 520 with the Marlins, plus 380 uh, coming back with the Phillies. Three and a half now is your live total in that game. Red Sox with a two to nothing lead over the Yankees. Bottom of the third inning. Uh, live numbers currently off the board. Braves all over the Nationals. That is five to nothing. Top of the fourth. You can get twelve to one live on the Nationals on the money line if you're into that sort of thing. Eleven and a half is your live total. Blue Jays up on the Royals four to nothing. Ben Wilson looking good there. Bottom of the fourth inning. Royals are thirteen to one live on the money line. Eight and a half is your total. Orioles two to nothing lead now over the Rays. That game top of the fourth as well. Orioles minus three fifty. Rays plus 245, six and a half, your live total. Tigers and Guardians all tied up at three apiece. That game in the top of the fourth inning. Tigers minus 140, Guardians plus 110, 12 and a half, your live total. Mariners, and uh, then we got a bunch of games just getting started. Yeah. Mariners, Rangers scoreless, A's, Astros scoreless, White, White Sox, Twins, all those games scoreless in the first inning. Mentioned the Orioles. They got out of that jam, had second and third, one out. Get, get out of it. And then Ramon Urias, eighth home run of the year solo shot. Baltimore up 2 nothing there, top of the fourth. And then in Atlanta, Matt Olson, he has hit three base hits all, all, uh, all game tonight. Three base hits, three RBI for Matt Olson. 5 nothing to the Braves here in the uh, top of the fourth inning there against the Nats. And then, well, we saw the Guardians get swept in a four-game series, Jeff, by the Tigers just last week, and they're trying to trying to one-up themselves. They've already blown the 3 nothing lead there. That was Harold Castro, and then Willie Castro with back-to-back RBI knocks after Riley Green got the Tigers on the board there, solo shot. So they, they gave three, up three, three runs to the Tigers? That's impressive in its own right. I mean, the, I, the, the, getting swept in a doubleheader last week was, I would argue, yeah, that was very bad. But, uh, that, that is the case of Cleveland right now. We talked Detroit Tigers. Let's talk Detroit Lions. Here we go. 32 teams, 32 shows. Oh, yeah. Friday, Friday, <laughs> Friday. We head north to the state of Michigan where we're biting kneecaps all day long with the Detroit Lions. I'm surprised. That was, a nine, that was a nine out of ten there for Kelly Bidlin. I'm surprised. Nice, very nice. Some sort of lo- local Ford dealership has not in the Detroit. <laughs> We're region, slashing prices all month long. <laughs> has not reached out to one Kelly Bidlin. I think that would be that would behoove one of those dealerships to do so. All right, the Detroit Lions, a team that under Dan Campbell as a first-year head coach last year, three thirteen and one. Your last place finishers in the NFC North. It was. Uh, for a time, we thought maybe a team that could not even win a game. 0-10 and one, finally got the job done against Minnesota, a game that killed a number of people in uh, in Survivor. But at the end of the day, it was an offense that was bottom ten in the league, led by Jared Goff at quarterback, who was benched a couple of different times throughout the season. 25th overall in points scored, right at the the start of the bottom ten in total yards, and then a defense that was just nuked by injury all year. Finished second from the bottom in points allowed. They were bottom ten in basically every other. Uh, defensive category, Jeff. But look, there's a there, there, there's a reason why people are bullish on Detroit this year. We've heard a lot of steam, a lot of love for Detroit in the offseason. And with some of the moves they've made, at least on paper, there are reasons to uh, to get excited. First off, they they had Anthony Lynn depart. He was the offensive coordinator. It is now That's Ben good Johnson, the new OC, former tight ends coach there. He, he's promoted within the organization. The big, Really, the big move was the draft, where Aiden Hutchinson, they get him to follow the number two pick, the local product out of Michigan, take him, followed by Jamison Williams, the standout wide receiver from Alabama with the 12th pick, added another wide receiver in free agency with DJ Chark, one-year deal, and then trying to bolster up that secondary that was brutal all last year. Mike Hughes in on a one-year. Tracy Walker at safety does get a small, uh, gets a three-year, I should say, not small, the biggest deal of anybody in the offseason, three-year, $25 million. So those are the moves made. We talked ad nauseum last year about some of the in-game coaching from Dan Campbell left a lot to be desired. Personnel wasn't there. Injuries piled up. With the moves that were made, Jeff, do you expect things to be significantly better as the odds makers would suggest six and a half the win total this year? 
So the one thing I am high on with Detroit this year is that they are not the worst team in the division. Other than that, there's only so much you can really push a team like this forward in, man. You still have Jared Goff as your quarterback. <laughs> I mean, that's problem number one. Uh, if Sean McVay's not coaching Jared Goff, he's a below-average starter. He can do some things that are better than a below-average starter, and he is a better quarterback than most horrible teams have had in the past. Yeah, I, I mean that's the biggest thing, Jeff. I think the problem with that actually is he's is he's good enough. You could right to not put yourself games. in a good draft position. So, right? so I look. I have going through this. I had Detroit landing in one version of my first of my first look predictions at six. In another version, I had them at seven. So six and a half is exactly what I exactly perfect. So that doesn't trigger a bet. But look, in the end here, Ben, the most intriguing thing with this team is going to actually be when do we see Jameson Williams? When do we see him? Because I think that offense is going to look very different without him there. And then when he is added into the fold post injury, then you could start seeing Detroit in the second yeah. half of the season. Maybe lose a bunch of shootouts that they that all right, you know what? With the right quarterback in place, we have enough talent that we actually can compete next year with a different quarterback other than Goff as a rookie, uh whoever they may draft or whoever they may acquire. The only thing is those first four games, Kelly, they're pretty easy. Yeah, I and I'm with you. I'm with you on the Jameson Williams thing, uh, Jeff, because we know how dynamic of a player he is. And look, wait, with him being a rookie, there's no reason to rush him along, right, as far as his injury goes. So as soon as he actually does come back for them, we know he's going to come back basically at 100%, and it could instantly change how the offense looks. So I'm with you mm-hmm. on that part. For those wondering, it is still in the quarterback room behind Jared Goff. David Blau. Yeah, not good. Tim Boyle. Ugh. Oh yeah, Those are, those are still what? your two options. <laughs> your job's fig- safe. <laughs> did we ever figure out job why safe. Boyle started those games over Blau last year? We ever figured out how it remains are, are, I think you're the only person still wondering about that. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've, we've collectively just moved on, Jeff. We'll discuss the schedule for the Lions, their positional rankings entering 2022 on the other side as we continue. 32 teams and 32 shows here on Primetime Action. Back on primetime action with the VEASAN Summer Special. It's here, only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now until the end of this month. That is only 16 more days, Jeff Parles. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets. That includes Adam Burke on Major League Baseball, NFL preseason coverage, plus premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features the daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. So sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer with our rest of our extending crew behind the glass and downstairs. Sean McCollum on audio, Jeremy Wengel, our technical director, Isaiah Von Vrinkel, Wyatt Tomchek, who reminded us that apparently, Kelly, the three, the last three times Jeff has been here for 32 teams, 32 shows, we've talked Jaguars, we've talked Jets, and we've talked Lions. Wyatt Tomchek, we the, say the, the keeper of records. I mean, they're, teams, they're the shows. toughest teams to break down because they're the worst teams, and we need one of our top NFL minds here to do that. Oh, That's look, why at that. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. Hey, I, look, I, I will say, we were talking about this, I, the Lions – even though they won't be good, are far more interesting than some of these really bad oh, teams. And so, Dakota Kivish Martin, our director tonight, Jeremy Wingle with the night off. Oh, my bad. Sorry, Dakota. My bad. Apologies. Just proving Apologies. Ben hates the crew. That's that's what. So I, you I know, think I that's all that means, right? I know Jeremy had spent like the last forty-seven to forty-eight hours awake watching golf, so it's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah, it was a little scary last. We were yesterday. a little worried about the camp. We were like, if, yeah, some, we, if he gets <laughs> mad, like Wes's head will be like fully. Fu- yeah, so we were probably the, for the best. We were having get the conversation sleep. before the show yesterday, me, Ben, and Jeremy, of how much how much sleep did you get on on night one of the of the British Open. And Ben, I don't remember what you said, but I think I was even. I'm like, I got about four, but I'm pretty. I'm pretty exhausted. Jeremy's like, yeah, I got about one. I was <laughs> like, wait, what? It was the classic. He was about to go to sleep, and then Cam Cam Young got hot, so he couldn't go to sleep, and then it just kind of led into the whole rest the of the, rest of the day. From there, just couldn't get out of his own way. Uh, but looking at the uh, Detroit Lions, so if we look at the overall positional rankings, uh, we have the overall ESPN PFF 
roster grades, Jeff, and Detroit 25th out of the 32 teams entering this year. Strength projects to be the O-line, and I'm sure that's why you see a lot of very smart NFL minds over the offseason when we, we value offensive line play specifically uh, very, very highly. And they have the third projected starting lineup here for the O-line this year with the Taylor Decker, Jonah Jackson, Frank Ragno, uh, Holly Vitae, and Penny Sewell with look, three first-rounders, a third-rounder, and then a highly paid free agent coming in. So that is really the, the strong point of a team who, again, 25th in the overall rankings, but third on the offensive line. These from Pro Football Focus, 21st in the wide receiver room, and then Jeff, 20th in the running back room. The issue, as you alluded to before, will be defensively, where they're 26th on, def- on the defensive line, 28th at the linebacker room, and then 25th in the secondary this year. I want to go to, go to the offensive line real quick because you use a, ver- a high pick on Sewell. Who's obviously playing right tackle still, but you're in a scenario here where that offensive line and, and those rankings kind of bring it up there, Ben. This offensive line sneaky good. So you have a scenario here where if your quarterback underperforms this year, you actually have, like I said, you have some pieces here that could really turn turn things around quickly. The defense is the defense is a whole bunch of I don't know what they're going to really be. They could be improved from they were what they were last year, or they could be one of the worst units in the whole league yet again. No, nothing yeah. would shock me defensively for Detroit. The one thing, though, and this is another, what you're looking at first four games, we flashed the schedule up a moment ago, Jeff, something that you certainly uh, feel bullish on with this Detroit team is the general strength of schedule from Warren Sharp. They have the fifth easiest strength of schedule. In fact, this entire NFC North is all in the top half. It's Chicago, fourth easiest, Detroit, fifth easiest, and then Green Bay and Minnesota, 15th, 16th, respectively. So that, that's part of this. And the question you have, though, is if, if Detroit stumbles at all out of the blocks, that's where, as you, you said, you, you think You're the win total quickly. anywhere from six to seven, that first month is going to be so imperative. And plus, you have an early buy, one of the earlier buys we get in week six, Makes it pretty tough in a, in a 16, or sorry, now a 17 game regular season up from 16. If things don't go well early, this could be a, a big, big struggle. That's why I don't know that I'm, I'm in a position where I'd want to get crazy on any of these, you know, nine, 10 to one long shots to win the division or even a four to one to make the playoffs. The finishing position in the division is the one that interests me the most because the way, at least at DraftKings, they have this lined. They're still favored to finish last at minus 110. We did our full breakdown, uh, myself and Wes Reynolds, last night, Jeff, on the Chicago Bears. Third at plus 190. Again, there's a lot of things that have to sort of sort into place here, but and you're handicapping essentially all four teams in the division when you make one of these bets, so it's not the, the first thing I would look to bet. But in the case of Detroit, plus 190 has to be intriguing, no? Yeah, I think that's, that's actually something that's pretty bettable, all things considered, Ben, because the, the, the Bears... Uh, that roster's so terrible. You and I did uh, actually talked about it at length. I bet on Chicago last week, but it's just one of those one of those rosters is just like, what are you doing? And the Lions, at least, again, I don't know how it will pan out as a whole, Kelly, for 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 this Detroit team, but they're at least attempting. They're attempting, and they're really setting themselves up for, okay, we don't expect Jared Goff to be the quarterback long term. We're probably going to end up with drafting someone sooner rather than later. But for this season, plus 190, third place, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like that, that too. That's, a, of, that's of, as close to a bet as you can get in that sort of market. I'm with you. Of, of all the of, – of anything else I would bet in the NFC North, this would be the only thing. I, I mean, I'm pretty loaded up on Vikings bets already. I, I, I even like the O'Connell uh, uh, one that Eric Eager threw out earlier that might be adding to my portfolio on Vikings bets as well. Um, but, yeah, I, to me, the you know we always got to say this with the NFL. Assuming health – Prevails, right? The Packers and Vikings, it's a two it's a two-team race for this division. So then you're talking about it being a two-team race for 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 fourth place, for the last place, right? And I, I don't plus one ninety to avoid that for the Lions. Right. I, I'm with you guys. I, I think there's I think there's solid value. There. What's funny is most of those when we've talked about them, we flash them up and I look at them, you know, for two seconds. I'm like, why, right, yeah, any, yeah. why would anybody? They're bet not these? really bettable, yeah. But this is this is the one where I'm okay, that that's actually a, 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 a an extremely fair price, if not a little bit of value on that third place finish, and B, that is by far the most, to me, Jeff, the most likely outcome for Detroit in this division. The question we have to ask ourselves, though, and amidst a division where you have two first-year head coaches coming in, and and Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota, we talked yesterday, Matt Eberflus coming into Chicago there as head coach, when you've got uh, a, a situation where 
Dan Campbell is, should we say, not the most uh, analytically optimal decision maker as a head coach, Jeff. How, how much do we expect him to grow from year one to two as head coach? What do we expect out of some of the, the puzzling late game decisions that we saw last year, which, to be clear, weren't all bad. It was just, you know, the variance kind of went all over the place. He was better than I thought he would be. To be completely, he was significantly better than I thought he was going to be. I thought he was going to be all time bad and possibly done in one year. And he's there in year two. And and, and you know what? I I thought he was reasonable. I didn't think he was good, but I thought he was reasonable. I don't think there's anybody out there that can't be impressed with his season last year. After we were watching what on hard knocks and stuff of the of the big Lebowski references and biting kneecaps and stuff. The opening press conference. The opening press conference was the biting kneecaps thing. It's like, all right, this guy's gonna last. This guy might not last the season. Of course, then you ended up with the worst. quite possibly the worst coach in the history of the NFL in Jacksonville last year with Urban's tenure. But uh, look, I, Campbell, Campbell, at some point, there will be a point of growth for this team where they outgrow Dan Campbell as their head coach. It won't happen this year. It probably won't happen next year. But for a team that is developing and yeah. trying to be better, Campbell's actually not a bad guy to have. You, if you just can't expect to win anything of significance with a guy it, like that. Well, one, look, one of the best teams against the spread last year when all was said and done. And we've talked about this time and again where those the teams that finish year strong with literally nothing to play for, and even though it might upset fans in the moment because they cost themselves a chance at what on the surface appeared to be a surefire number one pick. Of course, Jeff, they get their guy anyway with Hutchinson ending up falling to number two. But it, like a team that finishes the year, they win three of their last six games like how, I mean, how much of, of credit do you – I mean, A, we, we certainly give credit to Dan Campbell for keeping the team motivated and still playing hard. How much of a carryover do you, do you realistically expect with something like that, though, given that – I mean, again, the quarterback is what you keep going back to. It's a bottom yeah. five situation in the NFL, but that has to mean something, right? I, I don't know about bottom five, but it's clearly bottom ten with, with, with Goff. But, again, you're going to learn very quickly with this team. Their first four games are, you know know what, I'll throw New England in there too. Their first five games, there are paths to victory in those five games. Even though at New England and at Minnesota is asking a lot of them, but they're going to be, probably be a four and a half point dog when it's all said and done against Philadelphia because the Sirianni syndicate will come flying in like they did all last year. But the Commanders and the Seahawks, they should be favored in those games at home. So you're going to learn pretty quickly if this is if this is a team that's going to be serious about being a a competitive six or seven win team, or if this is going to be a drag of the league yet again, just going back to that uh, division finishing position market too. I, I think the I would probably just bet that Lions one if we had access to it. I would bet no that. question. That's a good bet. That's one of the ones it, I love. If you are like me, where you think there's just a massive divide between the top two in that division and the bottom two, you could also just bet the third place. Uh, finishing position on both the Bears and Lions. The Bears is plus 180. The Lions is plus 190. You could bet both of those and call it a day. I think that get that cash. Nothing wrong sure. with that, Kelly. 32 teams, 32 shows. The, the Parles trifecta. Jaguars, Jets, now Lions here on Prime Time Action. But reasons to be bullish on Detroit coming into 2022. Up next, we'll talk a little UFC. Big fight night card coming up tomorrow with Jordan Sherwood. That's next here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game 
Revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back on primetime action, we've got ourselves a ball game in the Bronx, Jeff. Red Sox 3, Yankees 3. Yankees get a three-run shot. Giancarlo Stanton, 24th of the year, and then Christian Vazquez responds top of the fourth inning. So if we had bet that hypothetical prop, Jeff, of over uh, what, over three hours, 47 and a half minutes, I think we'd be pretty well on pace here. 3-3 three, three game, top of the fifth. I, again... Never a doubt. Never, <laughs> never a doubt of the Yankees never, and the Red Sox never that they play excessively long games. By the way, you have a chance to tack on uh, north of the border also, Ben. 4-1 Blue Jays, bottom of the fifth. They will uh, Runners on first and second right now with two outs. The, <laughs> the Royals did at least uh, get on the board in the fifth with a Nicky Lopez base hit. But, yes, my, uh, my run line play, f- feeling pretty good. I will update all the scores here on the other side of the, of the next hour because we want to talk a little UFC. I'll do that right now. It is a fight night card, and even though on the surface people usually think, oh, fight night, not that big. Well, this is going to be an ABC show, so uh, national audience tomorrow on the East Coast, and to talk about it, our pal Jordan Sherwood stops by, co-host of the Unnamed MMA podcast at Wood on 1063. Jordan, always great to see you uh, as we welcome you back onto the show. This is the Ortega-Rodriguez fight night card. We actually have a producer here at the network named Brian Ortega, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure he, I'm, I'm just checking to make sure. Don't, he's, don't, he's, don't he's not fighting him, in this, then. so don't, don't worry, uh, Jordan. Let's just start Start up top with the, with the main event there uh, tomorrow night. What are, what are you looking at in that one? Yeah, two fantastic featherweights. Uh, maybe the winner of this fight gets another shot at the title. Uh, I like the underdog in this fight. That is Yair Rodriguez. Uh, I think just because of where this fight's going to take place, obviously initially on the feet, Yair Rodriguez, I think, is a more fluid striker. He's got more vis- versatility. He's going to be faster, uh, both with his uh, kicks uh, and his hands. Brian Ortega needs to get this fight to the ground. And we've seen improved takedown defense from Yair Rodriguez over his last couple of fights. So I I like the scenario where he's the underdog. He looked good even in a loss his last time out, uh, his last loss that was against Max Holloway. And it's been over a year since we've seen Brian Ortega actually fight. He's coming off a loss to the champion, Alexander Volkanovsky. So my suggestion would be a small play on Yair Rodriguez, believing this fight is going to be contested on the feet where he has the advantage and he's going to have enough takedown defense to prevent this fight from going to the ground for long periods of time. Jordan, let's go to a, another fight on uh, on the main card. Uh, Lee Gilion uh, and Salikoff. Uh, you're looking to, the, uh, looking to the dog here in this one. Yeah, I think there's recency bias uh, for Lee Gilion, the, the leech. Uh, he got steamrolled against Kanzet Shemaev. The last time we saw him in the octagon, that was also over a year ago. Uh, Salakab, the king of kung fu, he needs distance to get going. He needs to be able to utilize kicks, utilize a wider range of strikers uh, striking, which he has a lot of. The problem is, is that Jiang struggles with guys that pressure him and take him down, neither of which Salakab is going to offer in this fight. So I think uh, the leech, Jiang, dirties this fight up makes it kind of a dirty boxing match in the clinch and will do enough to, to survive an early onslaught and win in the later rounds, likely going to the judges' scorecards. 
I don't think we see a finish in this fight. I think the Leach, another underdog that I will recommend uh, playing tomorrow night or tomorrow afternoon, if you will. It's an early fight right. card. Uh, for UFC Long Island. Yeah, and that, that is the reminder. We're used to all these, some of these cards, just it, it gets ridiculously late for our friends on the East Coast, but at least tomorrow, this is uh, certainly more of a, a viewer's paradise if you are not one to want to stay up super late. I believe the main event's set to start at 4.15 p.m. on the East Coast tomorrow. As a result, bunch of bunch of fights that start bright and early, and I know you're you're looking at Misha Tate. That's certainly a, a fighter that a lot of people will be familiar with. She's a relatively large favorite, seeing at DraftKings about 2.10 against Lauren Murphy, but there's another angle you, you're looking at there with the Tate. Yeah, I mean, obviously everybody's going to be familiar with Misha Tate, the former Bantamweight champion, but this is her first fight at flyweight. This is the first time that she's cut weight to go down at weight in, in the weight class. She looked great on the scale this afternoon. That was my one concern. How was the weight cut at 36 years of age going to, uh, how was Misha Tate going to handle it? And she looked great. So look, matchup stylistically, perfect matchup for her against Lauren Murphy, uh, you know, a stalwart, if you will, of the women's flyweight division. But Misha Tate, you know, with her takedown ability and, and and really enough of her striking to cause some issues for for Lauren Murphy maybe up against the cage and then realizing too Misha Tate is 36 years of age this is her last chance to challenge for a championship and because of her name notoriety and because this is a new division that needs challengers a victory for her over Lauren Murphy I think guarantees her a title shot against Valentina Shevchenko so I like Misha Tate but she's not a finisher too much, too much money to lay down. Three thirty price for her as the favorite. So like her via decision, I think you can grab it at a dollar oh five, dollar ten. That would be my suggestion for Misha Tate tomorrow afternoon. Jordan, uh, going going to the prelims here because this seems to be the fight that you have uh, the most on, uh, and that's Herbert Burns against uh, Bill Algio. Uh, what are you looking at there? It seems like you you're like a, a fighter and a round total here. Yeah, I do. The angle I'm taking on this one is that both of these guys had had other opponents that they were lined up to fight. Both of them dropped out. So the UFC said, well, they both fight at the same weight class. Let's match them up with each other. Uh, Herbert, Bur Herbert Burns is a difficult guy to game plan for on relatively short notice. And Bill Elgio is going to have to do that. Herbert Burns is an outstanding grappler, jujitsu practitioner, black belt. His brother, Gilbert Burns, probably a little bit more popular for the casual fan. And Bill Elgio, the one thing about him, even though he is a tough fighter, he gets taken down a lot. I think five times in his last two fights. If Herbert Burns gets this fight to the ground, it is over. And I think he's going to do that. Herbert Burns looked good on the scale uh, this afternoon. So not only do I like Herbert Burns to get this fight to the ground early, I think he gets it to the ground in round one. And I think he submits Bill Elgio. And in some spots, you can get that at four to one. Uh, Herbert Burns is a wizard on the ground. If it goes there, Bill Elgio is in, a, in for a world of hurt. Yeah, that's lovely. That's why we love you, Jordan. You come on, near four to one shot there on the, uh, the submission. You have a number of bets as well. We've got them on the screen right now. Take us through the rest of your card that you're eyeing here on this fight night. Yeah, absolutely. There's certainly a, a lot of things that I, that I like to look at. You know, you, you see there another fight. Uh, Suma Derji and, and Matt Schnell, uh, a couple of flyweights. Suma Derji, outstanding power puncher, even for 125 pounds. Matt Schnell is a veteran. He's been in there with some of the best in both the flyweight and bantamweight division, but a shaky chin. I think that chin gets tested. That's why I, that's why I like the under at, at one and a half and maybe playing a little bit to maybe Matt Schnell is able to catch a submission there at some point, but I think Sumadirji is the real deal, and he's going to showcase a, a lot of his power uh, tomorrow afternoon uh, for that. And also Dustin Jacoby, another guy that I like, his kickboxing and really his kicks, his volume, and his pace. Uh, Dan Unjung is really a, a slow, methodical fighter in the light heavyweight division. Dustin Jacoby's on a run. He's 5-0-1. Quite honestly, I've faded him his last two fights. I like him in this one in a virtual pick -em. So Dustin Jacoby, also a recommendation for tomorrow night. Jordan, uh, we're, we're two weeks away from UFC 277 in Dallas. Is there anything two weeks out that you're looking to do, or are we just waiting, waiting it out the next two weeks before uh, we get closer to the card? I mean, ob obviously a lot, you can see, as I was just mentioning about the, the weigh-ins and, and paying attention to that. But what the, the storyline we're hearing is that Amanda Nunez did not have a good camp in preparation for her first fight with Juliana Pena and credit where credit's due. Juliana Pena got won the fight, but I think we're going to see a for real Amanda Nunez reclaim the championship. So I certainly look to her 
play her if you can get her at some good odds early. And and looking at the semi, the Jedi, real quick against Alex Morano, Matthew Semlisberger. Didn't look at the odds quite yet, but that dude is a finisher. He fights at a high volume, high pace. So I certainly like him against the great white Alex Morano. All right, Jordan. Just to recap, one bet that stuck out to me. Uh, you going over this? I, I we're, we're there's a guy out there fighting this uh, tomorrow night that has the nickname the King of Kung Fu. I can get yes. it plus one forty, and you're betting on him. No, no, I'm betting the leech. Oh, man, bummer. Okay, never mind. I was like, I'm betting that right Kelly now. Kelly got so excited. I and, was so excited. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, though. The one bet that I like playing though, also the MMA and in the, in the baseball, Yair Rodriguez is El Pantera, and obviously Luis Robert is El Pantera. Maybe you could, you know, parlay a Rodriguez win and a Pantera home run for the White Sox game against the Twins on Saturday. Do we appreciate you going above and beyond, even though Kelly, like, you know, as soon as the first one was thrown out, he's like, ah, I just, I, I just it. heard King of Kung Fu and I got excited. <laughs> that, you got, you, I mean, you know, you're friends with Kelly. You know how simple minded he is. He's just like, if it's not that, he I, likes, I don't know. Wait, wait, well, we didn't even get a chance to talk about the karate hottie. You like that one, Kelly? Yeah, but I've heard, heard that one before. You know, I never heard of the King of Kung Fu. <laughs> All right, right on. Kelly right on. Yes, that clear, clear on. MMA <laughs> master uh, that we all come to know and love. Jordan Jordan, again, you can listen to him on the Unnamed MMA podcast, co host that show at Wood on 1063. Always a pleasure to have you on these Friday nights, Jordan, talking UFC. Uh, best of luck with your hefty card there tomorrow on the fight night. All right, Jeff, Ben. Thanks again for the time. Absolutely. Uh, we had a bases loaded situation, Jeff. We got, got out of it. We got out of it. We Our got first out sweat. It would have been a double whammy, too, because if Rutschman went yard, I would have that would have been two losers in all likelihood. Ben, Jeff, it is part of my New Year's resolutions every year of to stop betting on the UFC when I've had too many cocktails. Never have. Never, I never hold that resolution. Never hold it. By, by the way, guys, <laughs> we will have PTA history on the other side. Now that's a tease. Yeah. PTA history coming up next as we update the scores. We'll do all that as we roll into our number three primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rival. Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.